Do you ever feel like a victim? When things seem to go against our efforts, it is normal to feel kind of defeated. Would you like to learn some tips for overcoming victim mentality and living a victorious life? Then you would learn a lot from our guest today, Victoria Strelkova. Welcome to Happy and Healthy Mind. My name is Dr. Rosina. Over the last 20 years, I have been serving as a medical doctor specializing in psychiatry, a best-selling author, and a transformative speaker. I believe that our mind is the software that runs the hardware of both our brain and body. Therefore, I share practical tips for mental fitness so you can live your best life without burnout and unnecessary suffering. Please consult your healthcare professional for any treatment advice. But if you like, find this content helpful, then join our mission of eradicating preventable suffering and suicides by liking, subscribing, and sharing so more people can live their best life with health and happiness. So today our guest is Victoria Strelnikova. Victoria is an entrepreneur, facilitator, and a coach a leader of over 200 home-based business owners, an artist, and a human trafficking advocate. Her passion is all things women, empowering them to ultimately be in power with the belief that without exception, anyone can manifest a victorious life. So let's learn some tools from her. So Victoria, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored. <laughs> Welcome. So can you t share your story in terms of how your life was before you, uh, you started working on these tools and what changed in your life that this topic became so important for you? Sure, absolutely. And I'll try to be as succinct as I can. Um, I'll just paint the picture of you know, I'm, I'm in my mid thirties and I've really spent, I, I kind of break down my life into, you know, part one, part two, part three. And in my early years, unfortunately, I went through a lot of trauma and abuse at home. And, you know, I was, I was truly a victim. Things were happening to me. I was young, a child. Um, there were things that are out of my control. Fast forward to my twenties, I perpetuated that victimhood. I uh, engaged in toxic relationships, toxic habits, you know, just really went through life feeling like I had a huge hole in my chest, just empty, but always believing that there was something more, something greater for this life that, that possibly I was destined for something, but I just didn't know what it was. And then in my 30s, part three, I really started to really make the shifts and going from victim to victorious, as I like to say. Um, and those those took some, you know, really hard lessons to to make those shifts. So, so, so what was that pivotal incidence or story that helped you shift? Yeah, absolutely. There was a big one. It was not just a psychological shift and an emotional shift. It was also a physical shift. At the time, you know, to paint the picture, I was in my, I think, mid to late 20s. And I was kind of up and down, in and out of personal development a little bit, but still really, you know, going and, you know, not living my best life, essentially, not living up to the potential that I had. And I had a really, really good friend from high school. She, at 
unfortunately at the time was spiraling downwards into alcoholism. And she had that, you know, in the family. And I'm so proud of her that since then she has, she's been sober for like six years, totally changed her life around. I'm so, so proud of her. She's in medicine and doing great. But at that time, uh, we were both in a very different place. And one night um, she got very intoxicated and she physically pushed me into the back of a metal bumper on a truck, right? So pretty heavy and and I'm tall, I'm almost 5'10". So it was like, you know, big, you know, way down. So ultimately broke my nose, you know, ended up on the ground, blood everywhere. And what really transpired from that moment was me having to make some really tough life decisions. One, really getting clear, making an assessment, a survey of who I had in my life. Obviously, I had to cut her out at that time. And I had to really think about what job was I in? What actions was I taking? Who who was I in a relationship with? And the the guy that I was dating at the time, actually, he wasn't a very nice person. And I kind of knew he was a jerk. But I was appalled that he had the audacity at the time to tell me that this was your fault, Victoria. You got to take responsibility mm-hmm. for the fact that you brought this upon yourself. And at the time, that seemed extremely insensitive, yeah. extremely harsh, right? right? But it stuck with me. There was something there where I was like, okay, I... This is that life-changing, pivotal moment Mm -hmm. that, you know, luckily we were in the back parking lot of a restaurant, but what if I had been in the front, you know, Mm -hmm. of the restaurant and on a busy street in, in the Bay Area in California, and either you fall wrong or you fall in front of a car. And so it's kind of my near death experience, really. That was that like huge shift. So I ended up going back to school. Mm-hmm. I then cranked out getting my associates, my bachelor's, my master's all within just like three years and just changed the relationships that I had in my life was my my head and my mind was in books literally and physically and just about growth and um, shedding the things that had been holding me back. Mm-hmm. So how's the life different now that you have changed your yeah, like you were saying, victim mentality, once you overcome that, how is life different? It's very different, Dr. Rosina. I, you know, again, I went from someone who walked around with a very dark and heavy cloud above me and within me. And it didn't look like it on the outside. Everyone looked like I young and happy and thriving. I ultimately got to shift into feeling like literally feeling more victorious. Mm. My relationships changed. Mm -hmm. I didn't have toxic conversations or interactions or drama. I didn't have, you know, this, this meaningless feeling of like, I couldn't go out and pursue the things that I was passionate about. I really got to step into using my voice and Mm -hmm. acknowledging the the gifts that I had, the talents that I had, the things that people had always told me I had within myself that I held back on. Um, I got I got more involved and there was a lot of things that I did and therapy and all kinds of different things. Right, it, right. 360 degree your life from feeling that negative 
dark to confident, positive that is attracting light and attracting good people. And now, like Wayne Dyer somewhere says, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So it seems like that happened in your life. So, yeah, and, and actually, yeah. sorry, if I could jump in right there. I love that you mentioned Dr. Wayne Dyer. There was an audio book of his that I was reading just a few years back. And that was another profound moment for me. One of the main points of that book was the idea that we get to take full responsibility of our lives. And that, that traced right back to that moment where the guy that I was dating said, you brought this upon yourself. And it clicked for me. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get to take full responsibility yeah. for everything. And it's, it's empowering. That is an empowering thing yeah. to do. I, I want to clarify a point over here that many times that phrase could be really taken negatively. So like, if a, like when you were a child, right, and you were abused, it was not in your control to get abused or not, right? But it is in your control now to either stay in that moment or make do whatever is in your control to improve your mentality and your future. In a way, it is, it is your responsibility that you take the steps. On the other hand, you don't want to blame yourself from, for being abused. The perspective sometimes get hidden when people are saying it is all your responsibility. I want to clarify. It is not your responsibility that you got abused because you don't have control on what other people do. But it is a, your responsibility what you do now going forward, taking the precautions, looking at the relationship or defining your purpose in life and becoming that positive that is in your control. And so that is your responsibility to do the best within your circumstances. So don't blame, but take action to get better. All right. Can you share some of the tips and tools that helped you make this transition in overcoming this victim mentality and living this victorious life that you talk about that our audience can apply right away? Absolutely. I would say, first and foremost, just take a deep, honest look at where you're at. Just an assessment. I love to write. I have paper and pen. I have notepads and post-its and journals and all kinds of things. And I really encourage you to you know, go and buy yourself a brand new notebook, treat yourself and just start writing. And the first thing that you can start writing is really looking at the seven domains of your life, your mental wellness, your physical wellness, your spirituality, your relationships and connections, um, your uh, mission and purpose, your work and career and your finance and abundance. And within those domains of your life, really just write out, where am I at right now? No judgment, nothing. It's just a brain dump, here's where I'm at. And then really ask yourself the question, am I happy with where I'm at right now? Like, do, do I feel fulfilled? Am I playing small here? Or in what ways am I still looking to, to grow or to bloom or blossom in this area of my life? That would be the very first step is we got we to take inventory of where we're at. Yeah. And forgive ourselves for whatever happened in the past, either things that people did to us, decisions we made, mistakes, whatever it might be. A decision that I made a long, long time ago was to never live my life in regret. 
because regret is very, very toxic feeling. So is shame. It will hold you back so much in your life. So I invite you, forgive yourself, forgive others. It's, it's a journey. I know it takes time, especially forgiving others. Um, but that, those would be my, my first steps that I would recommend. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so, so, so similar to uh, my, my stress to joy system. I, I, when the book came out, the first step of the stress to joy, like you know, the bigger nine step system was to acknowledge. And like you're saying, you know, just take the inventory of where you are so that you can go where you want to go. That's wonderful. So once you do write down, let's say we all, all our listeners today, I encourage you to, because I did this exercise with Victoria and it, it was very helpful. Write down where you are so that the next step would be so that you can define where you want to go. But if you don't know where you are, you won't be able to identify where where and how you want uh, you go where you want to go so what should be the second step from there you can you know as you do that assessment i well what i do is i i go through a vision casting process with my clients but let's say you you don't have me but we have a little surprise at the end um, of this session but if you don't have me for per se and you're doing this on your own then you really want to start brainstorming again, another brain dump, what would be the things that like, if you could just literally snap your fingers, what would you want to have in your life? And you can think of some material things, but I really want you to also think about how do you want to feel? One of the biggest things that I've worked on is figuring out how I want to feel. I want to feel victorious. I want to feel abundant. I want to feel free. I want to be all of those things. So again, just brainstorm. Do you do that up. for all the seven domains that you said? As far as feelings go, um, they can fall under the domains or it could just be all encompassing. Okay. Like I know that kind of my theme and my main feelings that I always want to have is love, freedom, abundance, victorious. And you find what those are for you. For some people, it's it's joy, it's uh, unapologetic, it's empowered feminine, it's whatever resonates with you, you know, do that. And then write down on paper, just your wildest dreams, like anything that you have ever thought, just let yourself dream, daydream, imagine what, you know, what your life could look like what you would want to have, you know, what kind of relationship do you want to have? What kind of mental health do you want to have? What, what experiences do you want to create? Do you want to travel? Do you want to play an instrument? Like, what is it that lights you up that's buried within you? Because we all have it in ourselves, right, right. but we, because we don't take the time for whatever reason, to tap into that, to access that, we just kind of meander through life and just go from the next thing to the next thing to the next thing. And then from there, it's literally just taking baby steps. Like someone invites you to something, say yes, go. Put yourself out there. I'm an introvert and I put myself out there. Like I step out of my introvertedness to share what I have to share with the world, whether it's my artwork or whether it's my, my passion for eradicating uh, sex trafficking or whether it's coaching, what, or whatever it might be. 
But then I also have downtime where I know how to recharge, replenish and fill my cup back up. So say yes to opportunities, you know, take not a like the yes men. Did you, have you watched? The, have you watched oh, the no, okay, yes not men. that extreme. <laughs> yeah, with Jim Carrey. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes to everything. Okay, maybe, maybe don't go from like, you know, saying yes to like an event to like jumping off a plane, like maybe give yourself some, you know, I'm still not at the point where I've jumped out of a plane yet, though I kind of want to, because I've always had this fascination with flying, but just start saying yes. And you'll be surprised. Just take my word for it. And I'm sure Dr. Rosina will confirm this as well. As soon as you start shifting your mentality and saying, I am closed to this bad stuff over here, and I'm available and open for good people, good music, good food, good opportunities. Those things will start coming to you and you'll start seeing those those opportunities. And it's just one day at a time, really, from there. It sounds so basic, but that's that, that's what it compounds to. And it, it's my life is where it is now because I've stepped out of my comfort zone continuously and I have said yes, even when I was super scared. And, um, but you listened to your intuition and did not say yes to the wrong opportunities. No, I don't think <laughs> I even attract the wrong opportunities. <laughs> but like, you know, a, a friend offers, you know, let's have a drink. Let's uh, try this drug. Let's uh, go to some oh, dangerous no. place. So you're using your intuition and not saying yes to everything, but saying yes to opportunity and not saying no just because of the fear. Because sometimes fear prevents us from utilizing the opportunities. So, yes, use your intellect, use your gut feeling, but open up and not be a no person. Yes, absolutely. I love all of the disclaimers that you add underneath. It's <laughs> perfect. I'm a very detailed person. I'm trying to keep this this one high level. So I love everything you're infusing in. I'm just like, yes, yes. yes. What she said, yes. I'm not saying again, go jump off a plane, do hardcore psychedelics or whatever else, you know, like, I'm just saying, just go to a concert, like go to a dinner, try a new food, go for a walk, you know, journal, do these things that, you know, sometimes seem a little weird or new, but you'll never know until you try it. So yeah. yes, but don't put yourself, of course, in danger or do things that will harm you or harm right. others of course right. i have a story just briefly let me share mm -hmm. so i had a patient during my residency he was he had severe ptsd and it was like really bad to the point where he was getting hospitalized every few days and then he would have like these flashbacks. He was he was a Vietnam vet. And mm -hmm. so he would have flashbacks and he would be kind of jumping and calling his comrades' names in the uh, hospital corridors. And like he would actually act out uh, being in the in the war situation. So it was really bad. But every time he would come for therapy, he would not be able to access those feelings. And so it's a whole, how was it? And so he would just kind of talk here and there very superficially. And he would not get in contact with his his inner feelings and then a few days later he's hospitalized again 
So we just we said, okay, seems like talk therapy is not working as it should work for you. We need to try something different. And so I talked to him about the color theory and I said, why don't you start kind of either painting or drawing and stuff? And he said, I never picked up a brush. I'm never, I'm not an artist. I said, you don't, <laughs> you've never done it before. That doesn't mean that you can never done it in future, right? Mm -hmm. So anyways, I gave him the tools. And then after his groups, he started putting these, in VA, they had these, you know, papers and paints available after the group. So then he started just, just throwing paint on the paper. And then he would bring those paintings. It came out beautiful abstract art. And he would bring in and he would say, well, I was feeling this way when I did this. And I was feeling this way and I was thinking about it. And once he was able to get in connection with his inner feelings, he was able to verbalize them. And then he started making progress and he started getting really better. His hospitalization rate goes to, went down. Sometimes when I'm doing a retreat, you know, I call it art therapy because sometimes art has that ability to get people be able to relax and in, get in contact with their inner feelings uh, the point is that people say i'm not done it i don't have it you can try it mm -hmm. you can explore something new nobody knows everything when they are born they learn so mm -hmm. these are the learned skills and you can also learn i wanted to piggyback on your message that yes try something new that helps you explore and find joy in life. Right. Absolutely. And I love that you brought up art therapy in particular because I'm an only child. And when I was growing up and I was going through a lot of this, you know, these challenges, this trauma, abuse, I didn't have very many people I obviously I could share that with. And I ended up I didn't realize this until I was in college finishing my undergrad, um, that there was even such a thing as art therapy. And I looked back and I was like, oh, wow, I was always like drawing or painting or doing something. And it was my therapy. It was the thing that was getting me through all of the turmoil that was happening internally and in my, you know, vicinity, in my home. And, you know, I'm an example of somebody that's done it for a long time. But I love Dr. Rosina, your example of you can try it right now. I love to incorporate that too with my clients, like doing art therapy. And art therapy is a real thing. You know, I my first ever therapist that I went to, she was an art therapist, I highly recommend it. So it's, it's just an unleashing. And that can even be singing that can be acting it could it can be whatever it can even just be humming yelling walking anything really right, so. right. yeah yeah i had a i know of um one of my friends psychiatrist he was he was 60 plus when he got diagnosed with cancer one time when i went to meet with him for, for lunch i was asking him so what do you do when you're not so he what he was doing was he was telling me that whenever he was having his uh, chemotherapy for a week, he was like feeling really miserable. And then, you know, in the next week, when he feel he felt better, he would see patients. So he was just seeing patients one week off, one week after chemo, one week patients. So I was asking him what he was doing, and he said, um, "See this cap, this woolen." Uh, and so I knit. I said, "What? I never thought about a sixty-plus-year-old man knit." 
And mm-hmm. he said, why not? You know, society has kind of, of put put these uh, criteria in terms of who can do what. But no, even if you are a 60 plus year old male, you can still knit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can, I had a patient who used to make dolls for, um, I had another patient who used to make models out of the matchsticks. And so there are a lot of things you can do. Mm-hmm. But I just realized when you're having fun, time flies. So, <laughs> so is there any other tip that you want to share before we wrap up? A specific action. I think I would just go back to, you know, go and get that journal. That's like the first step. Just write out your thoughts. Um, anything that comes to mind, don't be intimidated. It's just another version of a blank canvas. And just let things pour out or just sit and doodle. That's your art therapy. Just just start with that. That was like one of the, the best things I've ever done is just putting pen to paper and letting whatever was in my mind come out. So the more you can start doing that and, and honing that practice, that'll serve you very much. And I just want you all to know that without exception, you can realize your version of a victorious life and you have it within you. And even just listening to Dr. Rosina and myself, I'm honored to be here and to share, you know, a little bit of my journey and and what I've done. But, you know, these are those little crumbs, the little, the little pieces that get you to the next day, to the next lesson, to the next book, to the next event, to the next podcast, to the next breakthrough and breakdown and breakthrough. So just just show yourself that grace and that love to um, understand it's a journey. You don't heal in one day. You don't actualize in one day. It's a lifelong journey. So just enjoy the journey and uh, create a victorious one for yourself. So life is like that journey on the curvy road. There are many traffic lights. And so when the lights are red, stop and get the help and when it's yellow kind of calm down and slow down and when it's green keep enjoying and moving so wonderful and so do you if people want to reach you how they can reach you yeah my website you can go ahead and go on my website i mean you'll type in the https and all of that www but it's just my first name last name victoria v-i-c-t-o-r-i-a my last name strolnikova s T-R-E-L-N-I-K-O-V-A.com, victoriastrolnikova.com. And tell us about your gift. Thank you so much for sharing a complimentary 45-minute mini vision casting session. So what if our audience take that offer, what would they get? Absolutely. So um, head to my website. There will be a link in there um, to schedule your 45 minute session. It's exactly what it sounds like. 45 minutes with me. I want to give you a little taste, a flavor of realizing your, your vision, what your vision is. So I would say come with one domain that you really are just like burning and itching to work on. Um, so let's say maybe it's relationships, you know, you really want to figure out what is your vision for your relationships in your life, your connections. So come with that. We'll focus on one. I'll walk you through the process that I use with my clients and, 
um, I guarantee you'll walk away from that feeling already victorious that you've gotten some clarity. So, um, but if you have any other, you know, questions or something that you might want some coaching on, I'm happy to support you with that as well. So it's just a, a gift of my time, knowledge, experience um, with no strings attached. It's just what I, my thank you to Dr. Rosina and her community. So I hope you'll take me up on the offer. Thank you. Thank you. And as always, all these uh, resources and free gifts are listed on our website, happyandhealthymind.com. And so you can sign up and get all these gifts. And if you would like to get texts for reminders for future programs, so you could ask the questions during the live program, text the word joyful to the number 38470. You can get the links for reminders and resources. And so now it's time for the special of the day. So special for the day is for those times when your mind is uh, full of these negative thoughts, you want to change them, but it is hard for you to change them. So I can share a technique that may help you. Would you like to learn that? I would, yes, please. <laughs> so I'm calling it now Invasive English IV. I just made that name recently because because last week we had global civic day in that um, we um, we volunteer so i was volunteering for green kirkland and green kirkland partnership and um, so we all went over there volunteers and the lead was explaining our job was to get rid of invasive english ivy and I always like these beautiful ivy uh, growing on top of the trees. And so I said, like, you know, why, why are we removing it? At some level, I knew that there's like, you know, okay, it's a weed, so we should remove it. But it looks so beautiful. And so the guide explained that, look at this tree. And that uh, one of the tree was like full of all these ivies growing all around. And he says, see, this tree is dead because this is invasive weed. So what it does is it gets on the tree and it absorbs all the nutrition and then it kills the tree. So when you are removing the ivy, you are actually protecting these big, beautiful trees that give us oxygen and shade and you know protect our environment. And so to protect our environment, we are getting rid of these weeds. And so I realized that even things that may look beautiful, they can also have these damaging effect on environment. We all worked on getting rid of those ivies. But then the later part of the, uh, the day when we were volunteering, we got to uh, spread the very ivy that must have been picked up by volunteers maybe five or six years back that had dried out and that was now dead we went and spread it around in the forest because what it does is then it becomes fertilizer for the trees to grow so the same ivy that can kill if it is allowed to grow out of control can also provide nourishment to the forest and so i saw this analogy between you know our thoughts 
sometimes our thoughts are like this invasive ivy that that kills our desire our passion our compassion our joy it sucks it out of us and so we really need to get rid of those invasive ivy and those those negative thoughts and then use them in a positive manner so then it uplifts us so next time when you are having these thoughts of you know poor me why did this person did this to you i can't do anything about it watch out that thought because that thought is like that invasive ivy if you let it grow it would keep growing and it would suck all the all the joy out of you and how to get out get that thought shifted think about okay so this is this is true that this person has been let's say let's say you're working and you your supervisor or your coworker gives you a negative feedback all right the automatic thought would be this person hates me and they want me to lose my job or they want to uh, see me fail right these are kind of automatic thoughts come these are automatic negative thoughts so we call them ants <laughs> so so watch out for those ants or those invasive iv and and see what can be the alternate truth like every coin has two sides right so you can see the negative side you can see the positive side so see what is the other alternative which is also true so if you step back and you say hmm she's giving me the feedback because she wants me to be the best version of myself or even if she doesn't want like in your situation when your boyfriend said you know that it you brought upon you it felt miserable but it you were able to learn the lesson here's the message for me that i need to take steps right and mm-hmm. so you took the other side of it so you shifted the thought on how how bad this person is and Uh, here i am victimized and she's he's victimizing me that was initial response that was your ne- automatic negative thought which comes automatically naturally once it comes you watch it and you shift it to what is the alternate truth and then change your hurtful thought to the helpful thought from that negative thought to positive thought and many times you may not be able to do it right away sometimes it may take you days to be able to do this exercise but as you continue to work on that thought shifting gradually you would be able to do it faster so first it will be a few days then maybe at the end of the day maybe then it would be maybe within an hour and then by the time you would train yourself so much that you'd be able to change your thought right away in the moment so then you would be able to get rid of those ad- automatic negative thoughts or that invasive iv from growing in the first place and keep your mental forest healthy and prospering so on that note let me leave you with a question so what do you choose today are you going to stay in that victim mentality or are you going to take a step become aware and shift your thoughts from the victim mentality to the victor mentality on that note let me wish you health happiness and till next time thank you victoria for joining today thank you